got them today. And Hawk will get you. Huh. I do love that wall logo with the uh, yeah. Christmas cap hat. Christmas yeah. cap? Uh, Santa Claus. Oh, Santa hat. Yeah, yeah that's better. Uh, good morning, everybody. It's We are live. If you're just watching gonna, just gonna leave on, it the, on, uh, on the side, we do have a Hawk sighting, but we're getting second-by-second second updates. Uh, in the last few minutes, we've had... Uh, first of all, we got a text eight minutes ago saying he was on Grand. What did you say? We said Grand is a long road. <laughs> <laughs> so we go... Grand in St. Louis, Grand in North Market, Grand in MLK Drive, Grand in Page, Grand in Bell, arrived. Arrived. That was all within a five-minute period. Mm-hmm. And now with the empty seat, we can finally do the Clint Eastwood jokes we've been waiting to do for finally. two days. It's been a it's been a long wait for it, but you know what? We deserve it. Uh, excited to be here. Very, very excited to be here. Uh, plenty to get to today. It's the return of Dr. Ed. We'll have him in. He can tell us all about Hawaii. That uh, had to be an amazing trip, I would hope. He was there uh, on behalf of uh, Hillside Animal Hospital, where he's the proprietor. He's actually retiring at the end of uh, this year, I believe. His daughter's taking it over. Her wife going to be uh, keeping it in the family, so good, tr- good for them. Hillside sponsors Dogs on Film, so we'll play some of that. Is it a good one this week? Did Sean get uh, sauced up and give us some good options? I'm going to put my camera up now. I haven't been introduced, but I will put the camera up. Sorry, it's just so casual. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sean was not able to do it again this week. Oh, boy. He was laid up the last two days with his back. Mm. Uh, I'm sure vodka and muscle relaxers in bed. So we had to go into the archives and create another one. He almost did it yesterday. But it was, I just told him, let's. Let's just take some time off. You heal up, buddy. You heal up. Sprained his lower back. Was it an actual sprain? Yeah. Yeah. He got died. He went to urgent care. Okay. It was from keg, lifting kegs and that, I guess. Well, when you're a worker like Sean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. You're just there to make things happen? Mm-hmm. Is that he a does. Sean thing? He does make things happen. Tech Electronics made this studio happen. You know they're hiring. Tech jobs really? in the St. Louis area. If you're qualified, check out the job, techelectronics.com. Uh, let's, maybe for a porter, you'd be a good doorman there. Do they need a doorman? That's what we could look into. You could have like a little tablet, too. They've got all the cool tech stuff, and uh, you could be like, oh, just punch in your passcode on uh-huh. my handy tablet here. Uh-huh. So that's something we could look into for you. But Tech Electronics, <laughs> Gardner, do you know they're family-owned? I, I was aware. Right. Because you've told me before. Several locations throughout mm-hmm. the Midwest, even in Colorado. Mm. Oh. Yeah. You have dreams of moving to Colorado? <sighs> we got bears there. You were, yeah, they do. Um, it's your boy Rogan moved there for a while, like I don't know, like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, something like that. Moved there to get away from L.A. All that stuff. Uh, he moved out. You know why? Huh. One of his dogs got eaten by a mountain lion. Really? He was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna." <laughs> it's like that could happen in California too. I have, but it did happen there. Three. Four, four, five cousins and an aunt and uncle that live in Denver or mm-hmm. just outside Denver. I think Cherry Creek. Are they filthy rich now because of the real estate? Uh, they were doing well before Good. even. Like they built, a, they built a cabin near one of the ski resorts. Mm-hmm. They're like a mile away or something like that from their lift, uh, from the lift or something. And I think the cat or... 
I shouldn't even say it. I don't even know what it is. It's some sort of getaway. Yeah. That is probably more expensive than their home, the way it's set up or whatever. That's I, pretty wild. Yeah, it's like... It's like a setup, like, there's a but lake... But they do all that outdoorsy. They climb yeah. mountains and, okay. and, like, my aunt and uncle have climbed... Um, Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. Oh, you're serious. Yeah. Um, and so they do all that kind of stuff out there. And so do some of my cousins. Wow. Uh, one of them told me about how a bull elk came at him, and he had to jump into a river to get away from it. That's right. Um, but now he carries bear spray, not only for bears, but for... Bull elk. Yeah, bull elk mm. as well as a possibility. Um, it looks nice. It looks nice. Or is it, as Tracy Morgan said, as Tracy Jordan on 30 Rock, a white myth? It doesn't exist. He said Colorado is a white myth. Okay. And Larry Bird is a white myth. There's quite a bit going on there. But yeah. But uh, it looks pleasant. They have fun out there. Yeah. Uh, my uncle just, he was involved with a law firm here in St. Louis, but decided to part ways and now is going on his own again, which okay. he's done before. So he does a lot of, he does some weird law stuff. Maritime. Uh, not maritime. Now that is interesting because I don't, I don't know all the details with maritime, but he does a lot of international law now. We should do, we should do a, a comedy series on the one maritime lawyer in St. Louis. The, I've actually looked at several of the, there's a couple firms that specialize in it. They have, they've got a guy that, that's done yeah, something. Yeah, well, is that how it is? Well, there's a particular firm, I think, that has multiple lawyers, and part of it is because of the river here. To the shi- because of the shipping. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so it's you'd like, have, like that you, part yeah. of it. it. It would be different. Like workman's comp is going to be different on a on a barge than yeah. it's going to be. And it's not the sexy the maritime law we're thinking about with pirates and everything like right. that. I'm sure. What do you th- What do you think happens usually in those? Oh, oh wow! What That's... the hell is that? Is there a bald? I saw a bald. Oh, he's got the. Jesus. Can we spring for some gas station uh, gloves for Travis or something? This, I mean, some poor kid on the Parkway North football team doesn't have. Who did he steal those receiver gloves? Now, yeah, I'm guessing it was a former coach. Who'd you steal those gloves from? As an athlete, you don't need to steal. They just give it to you for free. What up, kids? Oh, really? Throw my bikes. Tell tell that to Jameis Winston. Tell that to. Tell that to. (laughs) Tell that to Kenny Lofton or Lou Brock. They made a living stealing yeah. as an athlete. I wish, I wish the people who got Man, his outrage over Jamie stealing some crab legs get as outraged as these college football coaches who can bounce from university to university, casting check after check on the backs. Don't, don't conflate there two issues. Is. You're conflating Damn issues. There it is. Damn it. And plus, I believe Jameis Winston is a sociopath, so I have no issue in making fun of him or calling him out. That's unbelievable. How are you guys doing today? I believe he'll murder someone someday. Oh, well, relax. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. You got a murder pool going? What athlete's going to commit murder? You have a murder pool going. Good God, help us. How yep. are you guys doing today? Hey. Welcome to We Are Live. No, I'm no, Travis no, no, Terrell. No, 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 no. Do you want to start over? I'm going to read the comments. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like reading the comments. Oh, Big surprise out of our friend Tom Brown. Oh, hello, Brown. He really wishes the firm that did maritime law in St. Louis was... Brown and Brown. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. The, yeah, the patch. I guess I would see that guy around the West I see End. I that guy around quite a bit. West End every once he's, in a while. The, he's got some respect in the comedy community. 
he did an open mic once and, and or hung out at one or oh. something. It was like a while ago, and people were trashing him, and he was just he was real cool about it. Like people were giving him trouble. Guy with the really? eye patch. Yeah, I can see why. He's probably a very successful man. He's probably heard every joke. Well, he's a lawyer too. Well, yeah, I'm sure. So that's what I'm saying. Talks like, for a living. Yeah, and it's nothing to him. He's probably heard. I mean, he probably has heard terrible things about him. Like, you well, know. then you can go home and go to sleep on your pile of money. And mm-hmm. if it's something people are making fun of you about, that's actually your biggest marketing biggest marketing asset. You know, you make do with it. You're an attorney. People aren't talking about you. They don't know you. Man, you know what? Speaking of attorneys in St. Louis, uh, this is not on the rundown. Uh, do you guys get, and maybe they just direct them towards me, the dudes who are just eating sandwiches, the lawyers, they have a YouTube series where it's just lawyers eating sandwiches, and it's Terry Crouppen, I believe, isn't it? Okay. Oh. Gardner, you know what I'm talking about? No. Like, you should be a guest star on this. It's. <laughs> do they go to different sandwiches? <laughs> Brown and Crouppen, that's all they do. And they have like what, do they hundreds talk of thousands of views. I'm sure they dump. If it's not Cool Fire Studios doing it, it's a serious studio doing it. But I'm it. saying, are they talking law? I think they just talk about the sandwiches. That's oh. it. Oh shit! And there, it's like on those on the buses around town. It says "Get BC TV." So mm. big props to them. Like they are that thing is everywhere. And again, too, it could be targeted at people like me. So maybe yeah. that's it. But I think all they do is just go eat food. Smart. It's incredibly smart. Um. To answer part of the question, <laughs> Black Sheep. I've watched two of those episodes. Really, I'm gonna let's watch them after the show on the big yeah. screen. Uh, James K. Mondo looks to be a top-rated admiralty and maritime <laughs> law lawyer uh, here in St. Louis. Talking maritime law. This is what I get. This with is my Tonkin and Mondo. I apologize. Um, there's several others, but I, I thought there was a. F- I'll look into it more. We need to know more about maritime no, law. We don't. I agree, especially if we're gonna write our. Uh, our CBS comedy, where the, he's the loneliest maritime lawyer. I'm gonna. I'll text uh, a member of the Dream Live team. on the coast. My mom said, <laughs> "I picked St. Louis." <laughs> <laughs> and he went with the Missouri. But there's a river. He went with the Missouri. He went with the Missouri over the Mississippi. Yeah. His ri- uh. his rival gets all the Mississippi Damn business. <sighs> The, oh. the small fry who who does the Merrimack is like, "Come on, guys, let me at the table." Yeah, out and fitting. I think we got something here. I really do. Oh, a series on maritime law. Where's a different ascot with uh, different colored uh, anchors on it when he's doing law? Walk in with the hat. Ahoy, Paloy! To my starboard judge. Excuse me. This way. As as we look, stage starboard. Or stage port. Oh, I'm a maritime lawyer. Excuse me. If you didn't know. This is his tender profile. It's uh-huh. got him rowing a boat. Yeah, uh-huh. I like this. What do you think, Travis? See what happens when you don't show up on it's time? It's my fault. I'm thinking about if I just Yeah, we could be eight minutes into screaming about Trump. That would be awesome. Uh-huh. If I had just scraped the ice <laughs> off my car just a little bit earlier. Yeah. A little bit earlier. What time did you start scraping the ice? Uh, I think around 7.15. What time do you normally leave? Uh, 7.20. Uh, what time did you leave? You don't leave at 720. 725. Uh, I think yep. you leave at 743, and you've got it t- down to the second to get here right at 8. I d- enjoyed your text updates on Grand. Thank you. You you made a very observant <laughs> point. Yeah. I told Gardner I was on Grand, and he uh, obviously responded with, yeah, Grand's very long. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I had to acknowledge that he was correct. 
Uh, so at each intersection, <laughs> oh, we, we I came to a stop. I told him what grand I was on, uh-huh. just to give him a general idea. Now I hope in the future, if I ever go missing, you now have reference points you That's can good. go by. Uh, I thought they did a very good job of driving and updating it while driving on ice in the in the middle of rush hour. Yeah. I thought I did a very good job doing that. So I'm, I'm very proud of you. Well Thank done. You very responsible. Uh, real quick, we have a comment, and uh, I was talking about the uh, targeting of uh, of the videos. Mm-hmm. Will O'Donnell asks people like you, people who love sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <You know. laughs> no, I I'm intrigued by the sandwich videos. The brown and brown one that. Remember, they, d- they have those infomercials right. that are like a half hour long. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't get is they were like doing something in front of Cahokia Mounds, but they're standing outside it in like just the flattest area possible when they're doing this thing. And they're like, we're at Cahokia Mounds. I'm like, no, you're not. You're at a place called Mounds, and you're in like the flattest right. area possible along the highway. Like, what are you doing? I don't or along the road. I don't think they would allow them to film on sacred grounds for the yeah, law Yeah, it just commercial. seems weird, though. No, it's very weird. brag about being at a mound and yeah. you're in a flat area. That is very odd that they would uh, choose to highlight so, the like, Cokia Mound. Normally, I would just follow through and watch the thing, but uh, I couldn't watch. It bothered me so much that I just, I'm, I can't watch this one. I can't brag about being at a mound and then being in a flat area. That doesn't work for me. It's not how it goes. But otherwise, I'd watch it. The sandwich one sounds very intriguing. I love sandwiches. You are a good sandwich maker. One thing I admire about you. I brought some, I have lettuce and tomato for the look sandwich out, today. Some bib lettuce. Look out, bib lettuce. Who even calls it that? People live in the Central West End, that too. And uh, my last slice of a beefsteak tomato. A beefsteak tomato. Hey, oh. Mm-hmm. You like that beefsteak, don't you? Yeah, I do. See? Delicious, delightful. Yeah. Kind of like. The barbecue at Gastro Pit. We've got a show tomorrow night. 8.30. Show up. That's right. On the hill. Kings Highway. The bridge is fixed, Travis. Kings Highway and Shaw. That's right. Gastro Pit. Stop by. Have a good time. Stick around for the late night happy hour menu. We've got uh, Jack Daniels presenting that. Our friends uh, at Gastro Pit take great care of you. Stop by. Another great lineup. And uh, a free show. Free comedy Thursday at Gastro Pit every Thursday. Speaking of comedy. Oh, boy. Can I tell you guys something? Uh-huh. Full disclosure. Uh-huh. I slipped and fell on ice on the sidewalk outside of our building. Today? About eight minutes ago. How'd it go? Daddy's groin is in his ass. What? Mm. Yeah. I did the Chuck Berry splits. Mm. Where were you? I was on the sidewalk. I was trying to walk over the large mound and patches of snow to get to the sidewalk. So while I was concentrating on avoiding the snow and slush, Uh when I went to go drop my foot on the sidewalk, I had not realized that that sidewalk had become an ice rink. Now you, uh, I'm going to ask for the truth here. Okay. Because if you're lying, it'll be proven. Okay. Did you fall down? I did this. I did like a semi-split, so I I, I split halfway, uh-huh. and I was able to then use what's left of my momentum to pop back up. Okay, because I will see if there's security there footage. Possibly the camera may have gotten it. Okay, very possible. I would ask the building managers about the camera. There's a strong possibility. That okay, we're making a clip for today. Yeah, we can. 
Well, or then I can just give it the Gardner's Dream Team after that so I can name the building after me. But that's not here or there at the moment. I'm just saying, I'm acknowledging that pure comedy ensued. And of course, so naturally the thing to do after you pure fall in, and, and, and when you fall out in public, you don't want to immediately look up and see who's watching. Because you know there's a strong likelihood that someone is who just Probably caught so. you falling on your ass. Now, in this moment, I believe the security guy who drives around the area. Who profiles me? Then, yes. Nice. Yes. I think he's the one who may have been witness to it. And he's maybe a, the people, if there are some attorneys in the building next to us who are yeah. here early, they, they might may have, have caught it They might well. have seen it. They may have saw it and been like, oh. Could I do a, we could do a whole black people fall on ice like this. White people fall on ice like this. That'd be pretty good. That'd be good. That'd be something. Huh? That would be very funny. Yeah, I, t- I was coming through and I was walking really slow. They did a good job. They got most everything cleared out on the sidewalks and all that in the parking lot. But the there is like an area where like you have to traverse into the road, right, mm-hmm. from the sidewalk. And there was a guy coming. He was probably like 30 feet away. So I just stopped. Because I wasn't going to have, we were we were kind of at the same pace. I just stopped and awkwardly stood there for like 20 seconds. And he finally looked up and he goes, yeah, slick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and kept going. We would have collided and or he would have thrown the brakes on and ate shit himself. Because I was like twice his size. Yeah. But it was one of those things where it felt pretty funny. But uh, I made the right choice. It was the easiest In my younger there. days, I would have tried to just bound on through. <laughs> have a freaking decleaving moment mm-hmm. or him decleat me that'd be even worse i've i've lucked out so far i haven't really be careful it's kind of uh, what happened yesterday is was kind of the scarier things about this time of year is that you'll get a snow you'll get some some rain it'll freeze uh the day will go over things will melt uh, throughout the day but of course there's still a lot of wetness on the ground leaving a lot of black ice a lot of Spots you can't see. I think everything's melted. And then uh, freezes overnight. Wake up in the morning. Still pretty cold here in St. Louis. Bada bing, bada boom. Shit happens. You just got to be careful out here this time of year. Black sheep thinks that you would have seen the ice had you not been putting eye drops in your eyes on the way Mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Something to be fair for that. Is that something that's potentially happened, maybe? That's... uh, I don't think that's any of his business. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Chris, you are right, though. Hmm? Today is impeachment day. Merry impeachment day to all of my Americans, Puerto Ricans, of course, as well. Do you differentiate the two? I don't differentiate the two, just this government does. Guam. Guam, shout out to you. Holla at your boy. What the the, mm, Virgin Islands? Holla at your boy, home of Tim Duncan, one of the best players to ever do it. Rest in peace. My uncle used He's to live alive, on. So. Oh, yeah. His career's dead. Um, my uncle used to live on St. Croix. Wow. That's a beautiful place. Been there. Yeah. Papa and I have been there. Beautiful island. Beautiful. Was that part of the stops oh, of the yeah. Tom Joyner oh, cruise? Oh, yeah. The people are just. So many Stellas getting their groove back. It's mm. such a joyous island. The people there are just so generous so so beautiful i'm a traveled man that's what i do yeah it's one of the many places he's lived <sighs> thanks live as a resident yeah he stayed there for more than seven hours yeah. so it's his spot he uh, can but, claim the oh, denver for, airport he can claim uh, new york for travis yeah 
<laughs> I've been there. I, I know don't know it, how many years my uncle lived there. He lived there three years, maybe? This is the uncle that works for the government? Yeah. Oh, boy. Think he's, he's got any kids down there that he doesn't know about? No, I don't think so. I think we know about all of them. Because uh, now he's in South Korea and getting ready to move to Taiwan. I feel They're like not it. sending him to Northern Africa. That's where he was supposed to be sent. Well, I think like, like Senegal is where they were preparing to send him. I think based on your uncle's movement, I'm trying to get a general idea of yeah, what's going on with foreign policy. He's a, about to say yeah. what's going on well, in those countries. He's a, he's a secret yeah, agent. He, yeah, he works on the embassy. So does Jack there Ryan. A, there was a time where the, both my uncles on my mom's side, both her brothers, were in Afghanistan at the same time for separate reasons, oh, no. and my grandma and grandpa were just oh, they anxious. Were, they had to have been. One was staying at the British embassy. One was staying uh, at the American embassy at the time. CIA, MI5. Makes sense. It was interesting times. Gardner it only lasted like a month, though. A family of spies. This would make a lot of sense, <sighs> actually. They're not spies. Well, according that to the United States. of. Well, according to American spies, they were all belief that this president oh. may have colluded with a foreign entity to oh. disrupt the American elections. Collusion? So we'll find out today uh, <laughs> if the man that Chris admires the most is going to be officially impeached. No collusion. Uh, this will be a historic Can day. Can impeach Kurt Warner? <laughs> this is an Asshole. What a historic day in this country. I think a lot of us aren't surprised that we arrived here. Do you, do you appreciate anyone more than Kurt Warner? Uh, no yeah. one does. He's perfect. He is basically perfect. He really is. Yeah, but everyone's got a point where they'll murder someone. Even Here. Kurt Warner. Yeah, let Travis start talking about how she got hot. I bet he'd throw hands on that. It's possible. Man, when she turned into Arizona, Brenda, I was like, what is happening here? There's a point for everyone. Go from it's their breaking point. Go from looking like Hal Sparks with gray hair to <laughs> to hot Phoenix Brenda Warner. I'm Get out of here. Way. Get out of here. No one can see my face and the smile I have. Come on, man. Okay, I'm back. You know she looked like Hal, Hal Sparks. <laughs> Hi, Travis. Hi, her smile. <laughs> now breathe. And come. Okay, now we're. They did a movie. No, no, Chris. I would like to We're back. everyone know that the views expressed by Chris Dimon are that of only Chris Dimon. Mm-hmm. Do not represent the views of Chris Gardner, Travis Terrell, or Medco's Media. Don't speak for me. Mm-mm. So you do agree that she looked like that, Al Spark? I'm not going to answer that I'm going to answer that. I'm a coward, provide, remember? I'm going to provide a response. <laughs> I'm going to say what does Trump say. I'm not going to give uh, credibility to these proceedings. Mm-hmm. Okay. not going to do it. So, Chris, we're going to find out, uh, hey. Let's see how you break this down. A party's going to vote for one guy. Uh-huh. party's going to vote for the other. Uh-huh. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Senate trial. Maybe. They're working out the parameters, but everybody's going to have to put a name to their vote today. And those who publicly stand on the side of tyranny. Will vote, and those who stand on the side of freedom, Do you have any idea liberty, what's going and on? happiness. Do you have any idea what's going on? Yeah, man, I know what's happening. All right. I'm in the know. I read my books. Why'd I read bring, my Vox. Why did you bring up collusion? Because they should get him on collusion. Oh, okay. In the Senate trial? Will not necessarily be a jury trial. Because they still have to 
vote on that in the Senate. They have do to they vote now? on the procedures in the Senate. Okay. That's how so they might not even right. like go, right? I mean, right. Well, once they vote today, they have to come up with a decision on but, how to proceed forward. But they don't have to have a trial. Oh, that would just be ridiculous. But that's that's the proper procedure, that's right? Just ridiculous. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is just give the people the right information. I'm sorry. All right. Now we're caught up. And now do you need to yell about it? I don't. Why not? I don't. I don't know what else to say. Honestly, uh-huh. I'm a bit speechless. I'm, I. I think I don't. I don't think any of us are necessarily surprised that we've come to a point in his term where he's being impeached. I think we all had a general sense. I think once he was elected, that there was a strong possibility that he was going to do something that would be considered illegal. Do you feel as though he's been persecuted more so than the people involved in the Salem witch trials, as he mm. said in a letter to Nancy Pelosi yesterday? I. Uh, I don't, <laughs> but then like, that's the thing. Like, that's the letter. Like the thing is now I he have to talk about the himself le- to a bunch of women being murdered mm-hmm. by fire because some crops died. Mm. You know, it was later found out it was like a, it was like a disease that hit all the crops up there and they oh, were so, so science explains it. They were so, they were so distraught. They're like, well, surely this bitch gave me a weird look the other day. Let's light her oh, on fire. Uh, whoops. Yeah. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Uh, you go back like, oh no, it was this, this very normal disease. Yeah, if you guys just do this yeah. next time, it's like, well, we already burned all the if women. You guys it's just use the science instead of relying on things you don't understand. I think oh. what I think what happens, and I think to Chris's point, yeah, we don't have. I don't want to necessarily go on about Trump. I want to go on about the people who, after this whole entire ordeal, and what it means to them. And I wonder where the level of apathy currently is in this country to the point where people are forcing themselves to tune out. It's not people naturally tuning out. It's people telling themselves that I'm just not going to pay attention to it. That's where my bigger concern is today. Because I know Trump. Trump did what I thought Trump was going to do. And I think millions of Americans are would at least agree to that. The Trump went Trump, right? So he didn't do anything necessarily surprising. Um, I'm more so wondering about the people who aren't either surprised or forcing themselves not to pay attention to what they know is true. Like the senators themselves. Exactly. So you like so you're looking like a guy like Lindsey Graham who will say, I don't I'm not no, I don't care. I don't care. I'm gonna vote against not removing him. I don't care what you show me. I don't care what he does or what you thought he did. He it, said he's not going to be impartial. He's not yeah. So my thing is so that's the thing that that gives me trepidation today that more than anything else is that there are still a lot of people out there who are just tuned out purposely from this president's behavior. And I think that's the greatest level of privilege I think I've been able to witness in my lifetime. I would imagine my grandparents have seen their fair share of privileges, so my parents. But what I'm seeing right now from my generation, I don't think I've oh, ever seen this. Oh, you want me to this. display my privilege? I'll display my privilege in front of you. Yeah, you want that? Uh, you but then that's the thing that only bothers me today. It's not necessarily about Trump, 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 and it's not hate Trump, hate Trump, hate Trump. It's how do you see what he does and think to yourself that that is either okay or something that should be ignored. That's the thing that's scary. And I, and I would like to think that the vast majority of people that I know are at least logical 
are reasonable people. And it just feels like there are a lot of logical, reasonable people choosing to ignore what they know is bad behavior. But don't you think this is all probably, is this, explain to me, is this all for show? Like, is it's not going to go anywhere, right? Well, it depends. Or explain to me why it is. Because I don't know. It, it, it puts people on record, so that okay. can be beneficial in the long run. Because for, you can use that for, that's more of election stuff. For what? Uh, for a vote. For no, I mean, like, what's on his record? So no, for it'll put other people on record. Mm-hmm. So you have to, to vote Whether on they record. support, right. whether they ignore, right. or say, hey, we have to hold someone accountable. Mm-hmm. So you're basically forcing people to Choose explain their decision right. for doing one thing or the other. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, they're going to have to make that decision because, as polls have shown, it's, it has polled favorably to impeach the president. Very much so. Um, so that's number one. It, I mean, more than anything, it's it doesn't matter what the result necessarily is. It's should it be done, and absolutely it should. So you, you have to, if someone's going to do the right thing and others choose to do the wrong thing, you have to make them put them in a situation to where they have to show everyone publicly that they're willing to do the wrong thing because. They're lousy rap bastard and members. And I think, and I, and again, everybody's very familiar with my political liberties, but I think the Democrats honestly didn't have a choice to, they had no choice. Like they, what, you can't have people whose job is to determine. Well, you could have just let them go on. And then if you got into the position again where you have a Democrat president, that's where I would just say, I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. <laughs> And that's the funny thing is that technically the Democrats are doing the Republicans a favor because in a matter of 10 months, uh, this whole scenario could flip on its head. It could be a situation where you have a Democratic president and a Democratic House and a Democratic Senate. So are you telling me now that conservatives and Republicans alike would be willing to allow just, say, a Pete Buttigieg or Elizabeth Warren to run roughshod now over the Constitution and domestic policy? And have it affect foreign policy? Do you think, honestly, conservatives would sit back and allow that? Of course not. So in many respects, I think the Dems did the Republicans a favor by forcing impeachment. You can't have I, people... I, like, if they get power, I'm an obstructionist. I, like, this is me personally. Mm-hmm. I am basically saying I don't care about anything you think at all or who you represent. Right. I don't care. Right. We're going to just do what we want. Right. That, that's why I should never be, have any sense of responsibility or power, number right. one. That's a mm-hmm. good point. Um, because I would enjoy stirring the pot that way. And that's not necessarily the best way to go about things. <laughs> Generally not. No. Especially if you're uh, a noted person who serves their own agendas. That could yeah. be a problem. But, oh, right. Or very efficient. Yeah. But that's, a, that's why I need to be held in check sometimes. But even if you remove just the minutia of, you know, what's collusion, what's uh, abuse of power, what's abuse of Congress, even if you remove that, my still central theme is the behavior of the most powerful man in the world. How do you believe the most powerful in the man in the world should at least behave? I'm not, look, we, we can, like, we're going to always drown in the minutia of policy and how we feel on social issues. However, I think we all have a general sense of what's appropriate behavior and what's not. And so for me, I'm just more curious as to 
why people are choosing to ignore the bad behavior. And then when you can not have to factor that into your beliefs, right. it makes it easier to live with yourself. But then, but doesn't that also expose you in other areas? Of so course like, again, it does, so, but okay. I'm, I'm just explaining why. Right, right. It makes it easier to live with yourself. Right. Because hey, it, if I don't look into it, if I don't explore it, then I'm ignorant to it, and I don't have to think about it. Right. That's just a human psyche, though. I mean, we do that constantly as Americans. Right. We're isolationist thinkers. I mean, we they don't exp- we don't explore the rest of the world and what they do and their ideals. We t- we do it to ourselves on purpose. Have for you have for since but, this but been is, created. But has it gotten to the point? And Chris, you say this all the time. I just want to get to a point where we can just call people assholes. So you, you're telling me this president's behavior at least doesn't fall on that spectrum for most people. <laughs> do you want that to be in the articles of impeachment? Abuse right. of power, obstruction. Stopping us from getting to the point where we can just call and, each other assholes. And generally and being an asshole. Exactly. And I think Chris is essentially saying if you see something, whether it's black, white, that would be Democrat, funny. or Republican. <laughs> but if you, but it is, I feel like, isn't that, that's essentially where you want to get to. Uh, is the guy an asshole? Okay, he's an asshole. All right, now you have to decide, are you going to vote for the asshole or not? Uh-huh. Like, so we know what a general asshole is. Yeah. So when, so we don't have to worry about what side of the aisle you're on. We're familiar with that type of behavior. Does this person who is the leader of the free world, the most powerful man in the world, does he exhibit asshole behavior? Yes. Okay. Now you as a voter has to decide, is that the kind of asshole I want or is that not the kind of asshole I want running the country? Some will. Some will say, okay, that's my kind of, that's what it gets down to. But don't let's not argue over whether or not he's an asshole or not, because we know he is. But is he my kind of asshole? Exactly. There, thank you. And uh, that's that and that's the crux of the entire issue. There oh, it is right there. That's the crux. That's it. We've got I a crux, like, everybody. I would like to see that on the articles of impeachment, though. <laughs> that's the third one. <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Come, yeah, well, like you can't debate that. You can't. That's just the that's a fact. That's the free space of the bingo card. We know that's what if he is. If only the founding fathers would have had the foresight. They knew it. They knew it. That's asshole. Is but that's why the... they put abuse of power in there. They knew it. This, you know, is that, Ted, is that... Ted an asshole. Ted, hey, man, let's get a, we'll call it abuse of power, but it's technically the asshole So clause. abuse of power is code for asshole. Yes, no doubt about it. Okay. Hey, man, you've been an ass right now. It's called abuse of power. Abuse of power. So uh, it dresses up a little bit. You have to. Okay. That's my only thing. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Abuse of power equals asshole. All right. You sold me on that one. There That's a go. good argument, actually. There you go. You got there eventually. It took you a little while took to me get a minute. Yeah, to get, get there. Going, but we got there. But that's that's Does actually, I explain it for you, Chris. That's a smart take. Sure. <laughs> to a degree. I still don't know that anything's gonna come of it. No, and I I, I think yeah. I think it's we've heard this already. Well it's, that's it's the about thing. the process. Yeah, I think, Chris, what you're looking at is is anything going to come of it for Trump and being removed from office and stuff like that? But there are other things that will come of it by forcing the issue for others. And then that I think that's, I understand that concept. So I think that's just the bigger, broader look at it in terms of the thinking. But I know what you're saying in terms of in this particular person's case, will anything come of it? It doesn't seem likely because of what people on his side have said. But that puts them in those positions to have to answer those questions to explain. And then that 
in term has, you know, consequences for itself. And it will. And I think, I know a lot of people are saying, and it's been the, the, the popular thing to say in conservative circles, this is going to kill the Democrats in 2020. It may. It may. At some point, though, something has to be bigger than your personal politics. At some point, somebody has to say, all right, fuck it. Then, all right, then, yeah, I may not get reelected. That's what leaders do. That's what you want out of someone of that you don't. vote for. Someone who say, fuck it, I'm going to vote with my conviction. What happened to those people? Why is it so easy for us to say, oh, it's going to cost you politically? Okay. Well, some have. John McCain before he passed. Certainly. Away. But you know what? You start having votes like that when you might know the end is near. True. I mean, think about that. Like how he did not vote with his party. He did not vote for certain things. And he probably knows, not probably, he knows in the back of his mind, all right, this is legacy time because I ain't got much time left. Look, it would have been so, a lot of... Look, the, the, uh, I, have to, I don't have to listen to anyone. I have to... I have to just do what feels right at this point or else it ain't, ain't going to feel right for me as this thing winds down. Look, I've worked in Jeff City and everybody is about political expediency. I get it. That's just the, when you jump on the track, that's the speed. And I understand it. I understand, though, at the end of the day that this could have long-term effects on who becomes leader of the free world. And I think it's just... I am very curious. I'm. It's when the day comes when these Republican senators and House of Representatives have to stand and defend themselves later on in history. I'm just curious to hear the words that come out of their mouth. Oh, history will be interesting to look back on in this one. This is this is this is pretty monumental. And I think if if you're if you're being apathetic towards it, if you're choosing to be apathetic towards it, I hate to tell you this, but you're part of the bigger problem. If you're old, if you cannot just be okay with shit just because it doesn't directly affect you, we can't, we, that's not how <laughs> humanity works. Mm. Just because it's not the nearest thing to you, it's something that doesn't directly, immediately affect know. your life. I don't think you're a, the one to moralize. I was going to say, let's, let's save that clock. I, I, I would I, love I, to fire that back I, uh, up I, in about probably Do you like choose to hours. be late? I don't. Look, guys, sometimes <laughs> things in the universe. <laughs> Are you... Are you, do you have apathy to being on time? Guys, it's things in the universe that I cannot control. It's about safety. It's about preparation. It's about, it's about so many things that we just don't have time for. How's your groin? Damn it. My groin is still very, very sore. Mm-hmm. You know who's not sore? Kwang Hyung Kim, new Cardinals lefty reliever. We talked to Dr. Ed about him in a little bit, too. Uh, hello, STL, reads his sign from the Korean Baseball uh, League or organization, KBO. That's right. He's nicknamed KK, guys. Mm-hmm. He's going to wear number 33. Hold that, one, hold that last K back, bro. Uh, one of the best pitchers. Uh, yeah, what happens if he just gets one strikeout? Mm. Kind of rough. Mm. A long I night. think Travis is going to like him. Why? Because he held up another sign at his news conference. Oh, what was that? that? Epstein did a face-off <laughs> with Ellen. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. Just like the film. I saw some people doing these Just online. Just like the and film. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, I want to get, I want to make one too. I have a huge, I'm going to go about that jersey today. <laughs> well, all right. Are we happy uh, seeing this? Two-year deal? Lefty? Oh. Best Korean pitcher available, 31 years old. Do you want him over? And I'm sure the price isn't. Uh, probably a different contract than <clears throat> Probably much different, yeah. 
Ryu or Keiko or. Mm-hmm. So they got a lefty, which is what they were searching for. Yeah, and um, for the first half of the first season, they'll have him. No one will be able to figure him out. Gotta yeah. give him that. <laughs> That's how that stuff works all the time. Miles Michaelis looks like a Cy Young winner. They've be had in Japan. they've had a level of success in exploring and finding uh, oh, Asian oh, markets. Good, yeah. Um, I think Matt Slater is the guy within the organization who really scouts some of these guys, and they don't even necessarily. Go over there and do it because just because technology allows you to watch, watch so much them. video of awesome. guys now. That's awesome. Uh, but I th- I think it's Matt Slater, uh, one of the Cardinals executives, um, that really dives into the Asian markets to see what players are, they can find over there. Um, so they've they've had some success, obviously. Um, well, it's, it's nice too that the it's to a point where you're not just hoping. You're like, ah, oh, this guy was great in Japan. I don't know what he's gonna do here. It's quantifiable to a degree now that you can yeah. be comfortable bringing someone in. I mean, there's obviously going to be a level of uncertainty, but right. knowing that you've applied probably some of the same uh, factors in evaluating these players and have had them translate over here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's the translator, yeah. Eugene. So, so there has been they have not been lost in translation when evaluating. Thank you. Someone write that some way. Not the way I said it, but there's something there to use. <laughs> uh, so go ahead. You're you're welcome. Uh, yeah, Eugene apparently will not be coming over. I saw the cat tweeting about that, uh, that he has actually has a job with one of the teams over in the KBO for Matt Williams, who's a manager of one of the teams. That's dope. Really? And so he's handling translation for Matt Williams. What a cool job. Yeah, what a really Eugene, sweet who job. is a delight, Eugene Koo. Um, yeah, sure. I, I can't. I guess I can't be mad at this. Hey, time. you gotta move. You've been waiting for a move. Here you go. Uh, uh, Black sheep's a, upset, guys. I said you insensitive prick. They have translators and Google, so they'll know, eventually figure him out. Oh, you're talking about his pitches. Mm. <laughs> mm. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I guess it's fine. I it's guess it's kind fine. of funny. They're just so frustrated. They didn't think to hire someone who spoke Korean. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You all right, Chad? I'm just. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I feel like the Cardinals, uh, the, the way they're going to sell next season, they're going to lean on the helmet nachos again as opposed to the product on the field, and we'll see how that works out for them. weren't you doing this last year? No, last year I was. I was saying that the team was going to be average on the field and for the first half of the season that was correct um they turned it around guys played better and jack flaherty completely turned into a potential Cy young award winner uh-huh. i ate my crow i'm talking about as far as now are you gonna do this again no i'm we're talking about the same thing we're gonna, no we're not gonna do the same thing again we're talking about the fan experience we're talking about the energy the apathy that currently surrounds <laughs> this organization you know there's apathy around this organization what's with you, you and apathy today because people don't give a damn about certain things and i'm tired of people not giving a damn about things uh, i'm trying to figure matter. out it as just to, uh, doesn't matter it, look man you got to start caring at some point no and you i don't. think cardinal fans are tar- that i think me. the cardinal fans are like look i'm tired of it you keep signing these whatever okay Bet. Just Do let us work? know when there's Lou Brock I'm night. sorry they don't have a flashy brand or marketability. Yeah, yeah they don't. I'm sorry that Flash they just up. work on the field. Oh, yeah, that's what they do. Uh, I'm sorry, Travis. This will be fine. We'll have half the yes, fan base. Yes, because I'm sure you can evaluate this acquisition I could. Effectively. I could. Guess what? Yeah. T- you- it's not sexy. Look, see, I just did it. Oh. <laughs> it's not sexy. It's not sexy. Not sexy at all. Nope. What would have been sexy? Dallas Keuchel. Why is that sexy? Ooh, 
He's got that beard. Because you know what his name we, is? We know what he is. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And he has something called a Cy Young Award. Well, I know what his name is, so now I don't look like a fool when Excuse I try to talk about it. Excuse me, oh. he has a Cy Young. I can That's look so up awful. his numbers on Baseball Reference and act like I know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm Travis Terrell. Come on, let's find out. How do you like it a, when I do that impersonation? That's pretty good, actually. Okay. Not bad. It's not bad as that good. He's a 32-year-old Asian pitcher. Hasn't seen American batters. Hasn't seen professional major league Americans baseball. Americans play in the KBO? No, they're not American when they go over there, see? Oh, well, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That changes. Yep. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Like, like, the cur- like the currency. Can't even. <laughs> can't even look at me. Dr. Ed's asking, is it apathy or ignorance? I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> Bye, Jack. Put that on the shirt. <laughs> okay, so it's not sexy. It's not sexy. He looks good. I think he looks A nice-looking guy, sure. Yeah, yeah so I'm not down now, but he's not sexy. If he had a beard, would it be sexy? Maybe if he had a Cy Young, that'd be even sexier. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to live in the past? I live in the Cy past. Young, his Cy Young would be spelled S-I. Y-U-N-G. That's not bad. That's how it would be spelled. What? You asked me. But if you like it, you like it. Whatever. It's like, a, like, it's like the, the drink. How do you not like this guy? I know the Epstein sign. It's pretty good. Come on, Travis. I just, I don't know, boys. I don't know. There's a lot of sexiness out there on the free agent market. Is there? I don't know, man. What if this guy, okay, if this guy is near all-star level, what are you going to do to apologize uh, to I, Mr. Mosellock? I will, I will, I will write a letter to John Mosellock. Oh, we do this every year. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, let me make a declaration that you know is going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. I wasn't long, wrong in, until the last three months of the season. <laughs> that's half the season. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. You knew that oh, as you were saying it, didn't you? You Whoopsie. realized what you were saying. Whoops. I do that all the time. I don't I mean I shouldn't finish the sentence, but I'm going to. Your plan I don't know. Oh, this, this team's Ned Flanders, man. Ned Flanders. Oh. Dexter Fowler's Ned Flanders? That's such a You gonna say that to his face? No, uh, next to Fowler, only thing that's some that's the only sauce in him and Colton. Only team only guys who bring the sauce. Yachty? Yachty's, yeah, Yachty's pretty hip. Matt, Matt, Matt well, Harrison salsa. Bader. Paul Harrison Goldschmidt. Bader seems pretty cool. He's seems pretty nice. Goldschmidt. Now you know Paul Goldschmidt. Don't you need that, though? Don't you need that mixed in, though? Yeah, you do. But you got to throw in some more flavor. Can't all you be need some, flavor, You need man. some vanilla with that chocolate. You need some sprinkles, too. People like sprinkles. People like chocolate chips, man. Throw some chocolate chips in there. That's all St. Louis Cardinals baseball is. Vanilla ice cream. Throw some. Come on, man. Where the caramel? What, what a chocolate, man. Throw a little bit of sprinkles on there. I How like, about some, some pecans? I like French vanilla. So That's even, that, that would be even nice. And we get some French vanilla. Does it retreat away if you go in too far out of it mm. with your spoon? It's, a re- it's, it's, having, a re- it's <laughs> having a revolution every 10 years. Yeah, right. Oh, the well, pro- it works, The so. protesting cheese again. <laughs> French accent is so rude. Yeah. They're just, rude. They screw, are. Screw them. They are. Oh, so they're rude. doing revolutions every 10 years. They're oh, the wine is doing it's expensive. They are, God. I was watching a documentary recently on their gardens in France. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Screw their gardens. That's what I said. I was like 10 minutes in. I was like, fuck your gardens. Do they have gardens. nice gardens? They are very nice. However, so I was like, but they were because they were just too serious about it. Like, it just say it's nice, but wait, don't wait, sit up here. It's you a mess. You just said you got done yelling for 30 minutes about how no one cares about anything, and then they care about their gardens. Too much. 
That's a garden, man. That's a garden. It looks nice. It's dope. But you ain't got to sit up here. It now speaks to who we are as our intellect. It speaks to what we are as people. We're so much better. Look, we are good with geometry and the shapes and the... Shut up! Oh, oh, Gardner's <laughs> threatening. He's trying to end Strangulation. <laughs> uh, let's not end it because I have to tell you guys about... No, I'm not going to do that one. Gateway Pet Guardian. Thank you. Jesus uh, Christ. Bringing uh, their friend... Honeycomb to comedy tomorrow night. It's a cute dog. Just had puppies. So sweet. Uh, available for adoption through Young Professionals at Gateway Pet Guardians. They're going to be at happiest hour tomorrow. That's at Sophie's, 6 o'clock, right here in Grand Center. It's on the second floor of our building, 3224 Locust. Come on by. We're not No buzzes this week. You can get food at turn on the way in on the first floor. But we do have Jack Daniels specials as they are our partner in presenting the comedy show. Schlafly specials. And don't forget Michaela Moore, Marquise Moore, and Max Price tomorrow. Going to be a fun show. Come out. Support local comedy. Support us. Kick it with us. Come say hi to Honeycomb the dog. In the Honeycomb. 6 p.m. And then uh, don't forget the late show, 8.30 p.m. at Gastro Pit on the Hill. Guys, Travis Trell's here. We've got Dr. Ed in the next hour. Thanks Woo! to Hillside Animal Hospital to do some dogs on film. We're going to take a quick break. Chris Gardner's here, too. We'll be right back.